everybody. How is everybody doing? It's been a long time since I have recorded a video here for my Agape marketing site and um, it's well past time. Uh, I was really motivated to do this um, recently. Over the weekend, I watched The Great Hack. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen it or not, but um, it really hit me at a lot of levels and I wanted to share those thoughts and viewpoints with you here um, as a marketer. So uh, for those of you who haven't seen The Great Hack, it's uh, basically a documentary that starts with a gentleman who was trying to access his information uh, from Cambridge Analytica and was refused. He ended up having to engage a, a lawyer in England to try to sue the company to obtain his own personal data that, that, had, that was out there on the internet. And he had been a very, very cautious person as well. So um, for those of you who maybe forgot or weren't aware, Cam Cambridge Analytica was the company that was accused of uh, abusing and manipulating data that they obtained from Facebook. Um, it, it came to light during the uh, U.S. election that elected uh, Donald Trump. But beyond that, comes to we come to find out in this in this movie that they have been manipulating data. Uh, at a number of levels for a number of political movements globally for a number of years. So how does this tie in with, with Agape and, and with marketing um, as, as, as a whole? Well, uh, clearly I am a marketer. I have been a marketer since 1984, uh, working in my own business since 1984, helping, helping a number of businesses and individuals and 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 political parties and politicians get ahead through the use of strategic marketing uh, principles. Now, I've made some earlier videos talking about social media. I, I don't, I, I want to preamble this by saying that I am not against social media marketing. I think that social media platforms certainly have changed the way that we communicate, some for the better, some for the worse. Uh, and technology is a great thing. Technology has, has helped our lives in so many ways. Um, but like everything in life, it has, it has a shadow side. I have long advocated for people to be very, very cautious about the, the social platforms and how they engage with them. Um, I think that you will find on my personal social profiles, just like my business social profiles, I am very, very cautious about what I share out there. Because let's face it, you're very, very naive if you think that anything that you put out there on the internet and in the cloud isn't accessible, and by being accessible, isn't available for exploitation. So I'm, I'm quite frankly shocked when I see people who are a, marketers, B, social media marketers, or C, intelligent human beings who I, who I know to have good, good life skills. Um, basically, they're, they're, they're very smart people, but they overshare. You know, I've done, I've done videos on here before about, 
about oversharing and the danger of oversharing. I've I've done things uh, on here about uh, yeah, are they really your friends? I mean, people talk about how they have you know two hundred thousand friends or whatever, but they don't have those friends. They have people who have inter interconnected with them on social media platforms, but they are not your friends. And and don't ever think that really they are. I mean, it's like it's like I I back in the nineties when I was involved politically. The member of parliament who, who I worked with, she was all excited because she was going to go have dinner with a leading journalist. And I said to her at the time, that's good that you're doing that. It's good that you have a relationship with the media. But be very, very cautious and never think that they're not on the job. Well, she came back the next morning and she was all excited and she, oh, we're such good friends and, you know, we just had such a lovely night and... And she ended up oversharing. And then she was shocked when she read a couple of weeks later an article that exploited every bit of information that she gave her. And it had to do with her personal life. So if they did that back before social media platforms even really existed, I'm, I'm talking about like 1994. If, if they were able to manipulate and take your information and exploit it, back then, imagine what they can do now. So is it any surprise that the data that was shared was, was exploited? So to summarize, please, I, I encourage all of you to take a look at that, the movie if you haven't seen it already. Um, I recognize that it projects one side of the equation, but any thinking person would know that that is very, a very valid position that they have taken because it is documented, it is provable. But I, I just want to give you a bit of a summary of, of what happened because I had heard about the, the Cambridge uh, slash Facebook, uh, Cambridge Analytica slash Facebook uh, interaction and, and all of that, but I didn't dig that deeply into it because quite frankly, it didn't affect me. Um, well, it didn't affect me. Everything affects all of us, but I mean, it didn't affect me personally with my data. So what basically happened was leading up to the Trump campaign or, or the, the election for the Trump campaign, they engaged Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica worked with, with uh, Facebook teams and they were able to access the personal data provided by Facebook users. The scary thing here is Facebook uses your data, all of those nice little online polls and things that you fill out on their Facebook page, which I don't do by the way, profile your personality. And that is segmented. There's a, there's a reason why Facebook has the best targeted marketing available on social platforms is because of the amount of data that they're able to obtain that you are willingly giving them by answering those polls, by telling them where you are, what Starbucks and who you're with. All of those shares build a profile for you. So what happened was Cambridge Analytics worked with Facebook and they were able to access not just the profile information of specific people that answer specific questions, but also any of the friends that they had. So they were able to breach potentially my data 
because I'm a friend on Facebook of somebody that, that fit their profile. Unwillingly and, and without my permission, now my data was breached because I am a friend of somebody else on Facebook. But then what they did is they narrowed that down. And here's where it gets scary, folks. It's not just that they breached privacy and, and the data points that people have, but it's the fact that nobody has their own data rights. And what they did was they took the information that they gathered and they had narrowed it down to, they didn't ignore, or sorry, they did ignore any of the people whose profile showed that they had strong leanings one way or the other. What they did was they took what they called the persuadables. And Trump always talks about fake news. Well, Trump talks about fake news because he worked with Cambridge Analytica and, yes, the Russians to develop fake news that they then were able, because of artificial intelligence, they were now able to feed this news repeatedly throw it in the faces of the persuadables that swayed their votes. And at the end of the day, Trump won by 70,000 votes in three states. Very, very small margin. So this is more about more, more than just a political play. This is a statement about data rights. And more than anything, it's a wake-up call for all of us to be aware of what's out there. Yes, they purposely have these privacy policies that are 23 pages long and written in legalese so that you don't know what you're giving away. But be very, very cautious about what you're giving away. And if you feel like I do, that you have to be part of some of these networks, then just Take, your, take responsibility for your own actions. Don't blame somebody else when they've breached your, your data and they're sharing personal and intimate information about you or using it either against you or for, for purposes that you may not support. Be cautious. Do not put everything out there. If you want to be social with your friends, there are ways to be social with your true friends through these platforms. And that doesn't involve posting information about personal aspects of your life out there for your 2,417 Facebook so-called friends to see. So I'll leave you with that. Again, I am all for technology. I am all for, for utilizing technology uh, as a marketing, uh, for marketing purposes. I think that our technology is getting smarter and smarter all the time. Just be cautious and don't look for scapegoats. At the end of the day, you're responsible for what you put out there. I hope you've enjoyed this, this video. I know it's a bit long. Uh, if you have enjoyed it, please like, uh, subscribe to the channel. Please share it. Please share this video so other people will know. Thanks very much for listening and indulging me. Bye for now.